Well, certainly. Um, this is the work that we have started in, to, in 2016 when we had to forcefully break in into that compound to extract some of the children that we took away. Um, we sent them to various centers in 2016. They are attending you know, school. They receive the normal you know, developmental programs that are supposed to be received by children. Um, so that's the work that we've been doing since 2016 up until now. So we've taken some of the people that were taken out of that compound. They are spread across, across our centers. And also we are going through a process now of profiling them because you can't treat them as, an, I mean, as a homogeneous group. You've got to be profiling them individually. And the process is about counseling. Remember, these are people who have been existing in that center for quite a long time and they've had no interaction with the outside world. So there's a lot of counseling that we've got to do, profiling and also making sure that ultimately we've got what we, care, I mean, we call family reunification, but it's quite a difficult task because when I had an interaction with some of the of our officials who are working intimately with these people and uh, just to get more like a, 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 a human kind of a story and they were explaining different instances where you know because these people have been living under a veil of secrecy so it's even even difficult to get their real names and even get you know their place of origin so it's a work that we are busy with but we do trust that our officials which are a highly, highly trained bunch of, you know, professionals are going to be able to overcome this this work. Mr. Salani, have the congregants explained, though, whether they were held captive? Were they held at the church compound against their will? No, 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 not at all. Remember these, I mean, the the profile of, of these people, you know, half of them are normal professionals, you know, people who have been teachers. I remember when we went there in 2016 to have some kind of an interaction with the church leadership. You know, when they're explaining the kind of people that are there, it's people who were professionals. People who have decided that they will sell whatever property they have, and uh, then they will decide to live that kind of a life. So I take it as if it's people who have decided on their own volition to leave that kind of a life. Which is very interesting because what sort of services then will the department intend providing for these affected individuals and for how long? Exactly. I mean, that's what I've already said, that we provided them with a sanctuary. Sanctuary means that we are keeping them in our places of safety. And obviously, you know, keeping them in places of safety involves the programs that I've already outlined, which means, uh, you know, we have to do what we call profiling and also making sure that we provide them with counseling and we provide them, you know, with necessary warmth that you get uh, in your own home. But ultimately, we want to reunite them with their own families. But some of them, some of them, you know, some of the anecdotes that I've already had, you know, some of them are even refusing to go back to their own families. And uh, obviously, you've got to understand that these are people who, who sold uh, whatever they had, and they've decided to live inside that compound. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very careful job that we've got to do. So you cannot predetermine, you know, the time um, that you are going to keep them there. So it's going to involve... Uh, a process where you are going to do what I call a mental detoxification. Remember, the, it's a, they, they, they've been programmed over a period of a time to live this exclusive 
life. So in return, you have to detox them to make sure that they are ready to live under a normal society. Which is kind of contradictory because you said that they chose, you know, this was their choice to go to uh, the Seven Angels Ministry. But that aside, is the church still operating as normal or has it been shut down? No, I mean, as you said in the incident that you played before, you know, uh, the um, the new minister of police has already said, you know, that is no longer a church, it's a crime scene. So there's no longer a church there. Everyone is gone except the, the family that was normally, uh, you know, owning that compound. But all the congregants that were there, they are no longer there because that's a crime scene. So there's no church. And people, if they have lived there under, the, under their own volition, remember... Uh, if you remember way back when the Commission for Religious and Linguistic Rights had an interaction with the church leadership, these, I mean, the, the, the church was operating outside even of the Constitution. Uh, so if people have lived there under their own volition, it takes, um, again, you know, the, the work of professionals, obviously working with other units of government and other um, stakeholders to make sure that we persuade and convince people to go back under normal life. Mr. Mzugisi Solani, thanks so much for your time this morning.